0: Grab a slice of pizza and then come right back because it's time for a story. Today's story is part one of Leany Among the Fairies by William Stair. Welcome back, listeners. I know it's been a long time since I've had a new episode. Uh, Thank you to all of you who wrote and checked in to make sure that everything was all right. Everything has been absolutely fine with me and my family. We've just been busy. Life is like that sometimes. But this episode today is the beginning of a new series, Leany Among the Fairies, that I'll be releasing between now and the end of the year. Enjoy. It was a lovely day. Clear blue sky, warm but not sweaty warm, A gentle breeze, and nobody had to go to work. I've got a big idea, said daddy. Mother rolled her eyes as if to say, not another one. Let's go on a picnic, he shouted. Yeah, replied Eileen. Logan gurgled positively. There is a great place an easy walk from here. Eileen can ride her bike and Logan can ride in his stroller. We have leftover pizza in the fridge, juice boxes for the kids, and grown-up juice for the parents, added Daddy, winking at Mommy. When can we go, asked Eileen. As soon as we get you out of your pajamas, and Logan out of that wet diaper, he replied. So, after the usual delays, diversions, and endless collection of kid-related supplies, the little family was out the door and down the sidewalk to the park. This was a special park. It had once been a farm, and the town where Eileen and her family lived had slowly grown up around it. The farmer had sold off much of his land to people who built homes on it, including Eileen's family. But a deep woods with huge old trees and a gully through which ran a clear stream, plus some fields had been kept as a natural park. No ball fields or playgrounds, just a large space slowly returning to nature. When they arrived, they realized that there was hardly anyone else around. They had the place pretty much to themselves on this perfect late summer day. Daddy pushed away through the knee-high grass, volunteer wheat stalks, wildflowers, and other low plants that were the remains of the field. Soon he came upon a spot under a lone oak tree where the grass was matted down. Perhaps a deer had nestled there to sleep one night. This is a perfect spot, exclaimed Mommy. We can talk, read, enjoy our picnic, and drink our drinks in our own little bower. What's a bower? asked Eileen. It's a nice spot, usually secluded, just like this. Then mommy began to spread a blanket on the soft grass, and daddy began unpacking the picnic basket. The pizza was delicious, and the juice was sweet. Later, there would be watermelon. The first grasshoppers of late summer were jumping about, and bees were lazily visiting the sweeter wildflowers. Eileen gathered a small bouquet of colorful ones for mommy. Soon, mommy and daddy grew drowsy and fell asleep in the shade of the tree. Let's see if we can gather some blackberries for mommy and daddy, whispered Eileen to Logan. Yeah, he chirped. Logan usually said yeah or no to any question, often without connection to the subject. Eileen took a plastic bag from the picnic basket and headed down a faint path through the tall field grass. Logan followed close behind. After a short walk, which took a long time because there were so many grasshoppers and butterflies to study along the way, they arrived at the edge of a dark forest. But along the edge of that forest, where tree and meadow met, there were blackberry canes hanging heavy with plump, delicious berries. Eileen began filling her collection bag, while Logan, being more practical, began filling his mouth. Slowly, they worked their way along the edge of the forest. Eileen's bag was almost full of lovely berries, and Logan's face and shirt were now stained with the sweet juice. Eileen came to a spot where there was a big hole in the berry patch, and a path led through it into the forest. It reminded her of the briars that surrounded Sleeping Beauty's castle, and how the brave prince cut his way through to wake her from her slumber. Let's go in here, Logan. It was then that she realized Logan had eaten all the berries he'd picked, and was now stained from nose to belly button. Logan? She shouted in anger, yeah, he shouted back, and burped. She took his sticky hand and pulled him into the dark forest beyond the field, completely forgetting about mommy and daddy asleep under the tree. It was cool and damp in the forest, refreshing after picking berries in the afternoon sun. The trees were huge, reaching high up toward the sky, and there was moss growing everywhere, ferns too. The ground was covered with a thick layer of dead leaves, and mushrooms peeped through here and there. Down, down, down went the path. It kept branching to the right and left, but Eileen always chose the right side, so she would be sure to find her way back out. After a little while, With no castle in sight containing Sleeping Beauty or anyone else, Logan said, Sleepy. "Sleepy." Eileen looked around. There, under an especially large cedar tree, she saw a spot. It was almost like a bed made especially for them. It was a clear space, a circle actually, with a ring of lovely heart-shaped leaves growing close to the ground surrounding it. The bed itself was made of soft cedar needles that had fallen from the great tree above. Here, Logan, here is a place where you can rest, she said. He immediately plopped down in the space, and lying there took hold of her hand as she sat next to him. She gently ran her fingers through his black hair, as she sang a little lullaby that her mother often sang to her. In a few moments, he was asleep. Eileen knew Logan and she should be getting back to mommy and daddy. But looking down at her little brother, she thought how nice it would be to lie down beside him, just for a few moments. When she woke, it was very dark. She could barely see her hand in front of her face. Everything was still, except for the sound of frogs croaking by some far-off stream or pond. Then something rustled in the cedar leaves near her. Eileen always carried a small but powerful flashlight in her pocket. She pulled it out and turned it on. Leenie It was Logan. Her flashlight showed her her little brother, rubbing his sleepy eyes with berry-stained fingers. When he removed them, He looked like a frightened raccoon. I'm right here, she said, reaching out and hugging him. Where are we? He asked in a whisper, a tremble in his voice making her think he was about to cry. Logan was a very loud crier, and she was afraid it might attract unwelcome attention in this strange place. Look, look said Logan in a low voice. Eileen felt him raise his hand to point at something, but didn't know where or what. Then she saw it. Tiny lights were floating among the huge tree trunks, here and there. She turned off her flashlight in order to see them better. As she watched, they seemed to gather and then to move slowly toward where she and Logan sat. At first she thought they were lightning bugs, but the tiny lights didn't blink, and they seemed to come forward as a group. Look, Look, crowed Logan. Eileen turned and saw another group of the lights moving slowly toward them from another direction, and then still another. The kids were scared as the clusters of light grew closer and closer. Then Logan began laughing. He pointed to one of the closest ones and said, Birdie. Eileen looked closer and realized each of the little lights was a tiny person, flying with wings like butterflies and carrying a lantern. Why, these are fairies, she exclaimed. Logan clapped his hands. Then a very strange thing happened. The fairies began to grow larger and larger, their lanterns growing brighter. At least, that's what it seemed like. Until Eileen saw the ferns, mushrooms, and heart-shaped plants around her were getting bigger and bigger. She realized that she and Logan were shrinking to the size of the fairies. The now not-so-little creatures began landing around the children eyeing them with friendly faces. All right, this is actually where we stop for today. I know the story is just getting exciting, and I'm not going to make you wait a whole week for the next episode. I'll release it in just a few days. But between now and then... I want you to imagine to yourself, what do you think is going to happen next? We know that Leenie and Logan are alone in the woods. We know that tiny persons with wings like butterflies carrying lanterns have approached them. And we know that Leenie and Logan have started to shrink. Now we also know it's the middle of the night. The last time we saw Mommy and Daddy, they were asleep under the oak tree. And Logan, of course, is covered in berries. What do you think is going to happen in the next episode? I'm going to leave you with your thoughts and your imaginings, but not for long. I'll be back in just a few days with part two thank you to William Stair for writing this series and so many of the stories that I've been able to share with you. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you soon.